an old guy. I know. One of my people. Yep. He's one of your brother. That's right. Now, he's going to talk some long, boring stuff. It's okay. And I just want to get your opinion on what he's talking about. I'm looking for my book on his shelf. <laughs> he's well read, for God's sake. Oh, man. No. Great he could be your grandpa. I'm going to use a flip chart because I want this to be in real time. And I want to explain something to you that not many people really understand. I want to talk about the law of attraction. Do you know that the law... How do you, how do you define the law of attraction? You hate that word. It's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. It's like the uh, Popeil's pocket fisherman. <laughs> the law of attraction. It's bullshit. You can use the law of attraction all you want. If you're not a good person, if you don't care about other people, it will not manifest, or it will manifest... And around the corner will be a disaster. It's not a game. It's not, it's not Vegas. The world's not set up to be Vegas. Do you know that the law of attraction is always working? It's like the law of gravity. If I let this go, it's going to go down. It's never going to go back up. It's going to go down. That is the law of gravity. Anything heavier than Earth is attracted towards the center of the world. Well, the law of attraction is always working. Now, how does it work? Well... I use a diagram to explain the mind. Now let this circle represent your mind. And let this little circle here represent your body. Now I want you to think of this for a moment. Your body is a molecular structure. This is a massive... This is a Saturday Night Live episode, you can tell me. <laughs> this is serious, man. You can tell me. This is is that Dan Aykroyd? That's who that is. Well, you're not you're not in agreement with him with the circles and the money. I and... want him to continue. I haven't seen these hasn't gone anywhere. All right, come on now. He's got a stick figure of a kid with a giant head. When you move out of it, the body does not stop moving. If you go to a funeral parlor and pick up the remains and look at it, you will see it moving. And if it wasn't moving, how would it ever change the dust? You move into your body and you will move. I agree up. with that. And it's how you use your mind that's going to dictate the vibration you're in. Now stay with me. You have an imaginary line right across here, and that separates the conscious mind from the subconscious mind. Now the subconscious mind has been programmed. When you were a little baby, this is the way it was. You were just like this, subconscious mind wide open, and everything that was going on around it went right in there. And all- So far I'm with them. You're with him so far? I'm with him so far. In his diagram and I Jimmy I don't like Neutron? his round of explanation, but I think he's accurate so far. I'm going with him. All right, come on now. Continue on. Your environment. But prior to that, you were the product of a genetic strain that goes back for generations. Now, I'm going to say that the paradigm is X-type energy. Now, you've got the ability here on a conscious level to think. And you can think anything you want to think. And as you think, you build ideas. There's a power that's flowing into your consciousness. It never stops. It flows to and through you. You can actually photograph this power leaving you. It flows to and through you. Now, as it flows in, you will start thinking, and you'll probably think X-type thoughts. Therefore, you're going to be in an X-type vibration. And that will produce X-type results. Now, it's the results you want to change. And to change the results, you're going to have to change what you attract. You see, the thoughts that you think 
Control the vibration that you're in. Vibration is nothing but an idea. It's a law of the universe. Everything vibrates, nothing rests. We live in an- As you always do, you find a way to make a click in my head. This explanation is the mechanics of a thing. Explained mechanically, explained scientifically. So therefore you can grasp it. This eliminates the miracle that's actually going on every day. His explanation is very A equals B, B equals C, A plus B equals C. Well, people like me need to understand this thing called the law of attraction. I need to know what's going on. Bro. Okay, the law of attraction. What you think is what you manifest. Yeah, what you reap is what you sow. That's not the... Well, anyway, that's your work produces this. He's saying, think about it and it will appear. Not exactly the same thing, but close enough. What I'm saying is he just broke down what Neville Goddard taught, which is your consciousness is God, bringing to pass what you believe in your consciousness. Okay? Making it manifest. It's not attraction. It's not attraction. You asked, it was given. That's, that's in all the spiritual literature that God is the father taking care of his children. Who would you ask for something? You'd ask your father. Your father will produce it for you because he's a loving father. When? When you're producing it for loving reasons. And that's something he leaves out of this. He's almost acting like your state of mind or the type of person you are is not involved in the ability to manifest. I have seen for me that it is involved. That if your thoughts include only yourself, manifestation will be a difficult task. If your thoughts include the benefit of others to take care of other people, your manifestation will be expedited. That, that's it. This, it occurred to me, he wants to explain it so people can understand it. Let me try this one on you. If I tell you that the sperm hits the egg and therefore produces a person, does that take the miracle out of it? Does that tell you where the life force came from? Does that tell you how thought is done? People ought to embrace the fact that there's stuff going on here we can't explain. That's the wonder of life. This guy wants to break it down to a drawing and say, hey, just think better stuff and better stuff will be in your life. Don't you think if it was that easy, we'd all have it down? Nobody be poor. It's not that. It's more than that. So let's hear what Mr. Aykroyd has to say. People that are in harmony with you. You see, everything operates on frequencies. There's an infinite number of frequencies. But you and I operate on a frequency just like a radio station does. And the only music you can attract is the music that is tuned into the vibration you're in. Now, it's the paradigm that has been controlling the vibration. You can change your thinking, but that doesn't do anything. You've got to change the paradigm. And if you don't change the paradigm, nothing happens. Now, talking about paradigms is another subject. We'll do that at another time. But it's the thoughts that you think that control the vibration you're in, and that dictates what you attract. So if you keep attracting what you don't want, understand this. It's the paradigm that's causing the problem. You can think a Y-type thought which is totally different than the X-type conditioning, it isn't going to go anywhere. Because when you go to get emotionally involved, and this is the emotional mind, when you go to get emotionally involved with that Y-type thought, the paradigm will kick it out. 
You know why? It's so uncomfortable. That's stepping out of the box. That's doing things different. And we don't like to do things different because it causes a lot of discomfort. But understand this, the paradigm and the thinking control the vibration you're in. And the vibration you're in is going to dictate what you attract. People that are in a poverty consciousness. Will- you, you see, I like this. I don't see, I don't think there's anything wrong with this. He's breaking it down. He's giving us an education on what the law of attraction and the, the power of positive thinking really is. If you believe it is that, you're fine with it. He, he's basically saying that your subconscious took stuff in when you were a child, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. I was raised, and they said, Scotty, when he was about nine years old, you ought to be scared of that man. Stop being so kind to that man. You don't want to be kind to strangers because they'll take advantage of you. I'm now 62 years old, and guess what? I want to be kind to strangers. And guess what? I'll watch out a little bit, and they won't take advantage of me, but that's the way I want to live my life. That's the paradigm he's talking about, that you learn certain things that give you a certain perspective, and you have to change that. He says people with a poverty consciousness. People with a poverty Is that like a scarcity mindset almost? The poverty consciousness yeah. is a scarcity mindset is, but that's almost most people that I meet have a scarcity mindset. If you make more, that leaves less for me. That's not true. But people think that way. Your mindset is there's an abundance out there for everyone. There's a seat at the table for everyone. I don't see the birds fighting for food. I don't see the birds fighting for food. Who's regulating them? Who taught them what's going on? There's enough. Do I think that people are in the chain of God's command or whoever set this up? Do I think I'm less than the bird? No, I don't. And I, and I think Gary Vee talking before about being competitive. Why? Literally, what's in it for me to say I'm better than you? What's actually in it for me? Anything? It's a question. Anything? I think it gives you the motivation to keep on competing internally within yourself. You're talking about when you believe you're better than me. When you and I have played a game and you've won, you feel good and can go on thinking you're leading. For sure. You don't have to be competitive to win. The win has nothing to do with your competitive nature. It has to do with your skill. Correct. Yes. You don't have to be a braggart to win. But the competitive you can win just showing but, up and being a man. But competitive nature is what it takes for you no, to no, do no, the no, work. No, no hold Perfecting on. Perfecting your craft. Would That's, make you appear to be competitive from the outside when all you're doing is perfecting your craft. I was not competitive in the seating business. I wanted to do the best. I wanted to be the best that I could be at that. That's fair. But I wasn't competing with the guy in the other seating business. Actually, I felt he was unarmed. I had a passion to do that because creating solutions is just cool to me. That's fun. And that's why I could, what you call, work so hard at it. You know, you you participate in something that makes you money for 15 hours a day, you're working too hard. You participate in a recreational activity for 15 hours a day, and you're not working too hard. Who made the rules? And why are we calling it work? By, By the way, it's so bad that the guys who play NBA basketball are tired of it because it feels like a job. What a crime that is. We turned the game into a job. I mean, it's just, 
that, that it's so deep to go into that spiritually, that explanation of the law of attraction takes God or a higher power out of it and acts like you're doing it. And you're not doing it. You don't think it's a mixture of both? It is a mixture of both. Uh, Your cooperation with the essence of God in every one of us will bring you the best fruit there can be, what he will call the law of attraction. You're not attracting anything. You're producing it. You're manifesting it. I didn't attract the money. I created the situation in which the money came to me because of what I did. You know, I... Hey, if there's a law of attraction, I want somebody to attract $100 bills falling out of the sky. Now, probably somebody could do that if a plane explodes and the bills come raining down. So what do you call it? What's your definition of what's happening, what's going on? What's going on? What I've heard and never listened to when I went to church when I was five, that God is a part of each one of us. That the power to create the creator. Okay, would you would you say that God is the creator? Mr. Jackson? God is the creator, whoever God may be, whatever power may be, God is the creator? Yeah. Would you believe that we have a piece of that? That our essence is a piece of the guy who created us? I don't think that's a big stretch. No. My essence is a piece of my father. For sure. I see my father every day. If God is really my father, there's a piece of him in each one of us. I think we're part of the all. Okay, and if we are part of the all, can the all do miracles? For sure. 100%. No. Something, it's, it's a God-like belief no. in something for it to be manifested. Faith. Faith. Perseverance. Um, an effort for good. Cause it's right. The universe wants to help you. It wants to help you. And it wants to help you based on you doing godlike things, being a decent person, caring for others, not, you know, not being a glutton. You know, the question that I have is when somebody makes $100 million and they're lucky enough to step in something and make $100 million more, why would they keep it? I don't think they do. Any good person would give away a lot of money. And create systems and teach people There's, how to make and do the things that then they Then how do you explain billionaires? What happened there? A million is a lot of money. A billion is a whole lot of money. How do you explain single people or married couples who have billions of dollars? You think and, it's a bad thing? By the way, I, I think it's a bad thing for them I think their joy is diminished by the amount of money they possess I think you lose track of the simple pleasures of life when you have too much cash I think there's way more joy in helping people than there is in hoarding money it's what my effort's about now you know, trying to see that people can get a leg up and get somewhere that I had a really hard time getting to the first step. First step is existing. You know, living week to week without sweating to death or killing yourself or taking pressure. When you get past that, it seems to me to be a responsibility 
to assist people. And get, I, I was assisted, you know that. Mm-hmm. I've had mentors. I've got a wonderful wife. I had a best friend who passed away early who guided me in the areas that I was weak in. Mm-hmm. So to do that again, but... Let's finish I, I, I was thinking about it the other day. I went to my two sons' house, and I had uh, Mother's Day there. And what struck me was, both of my kids have a nice, nicer homes than I do. And I'm good with that. And I love my home. It's a cool place for me. It's fine. Had I chased a bigger home and a bigger home and a bigger home, not only do I think I wouldn't have the ability to relax the way that I can now, but I would be no more comfortable than I am today. So how does that make sense? How does that make sense to buy the next, the biggest, the best, the, and to chase that? You know, it's chasing it, it's chasing it, just like Gary said, competition. Keeping up with the Joneses? Yeah. Let's finish listening to you. There's, al- there's always going to be a Jones who has a bigger leg up than you did, born with a silver spoon, bought, bought a stock at the right time that multiplied to 100 million. Some ridiculous thing that, God bless him, he got lucky. But to compare is a tough road. I'm going to turn your grandpa back on, all right? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Mr. Aykroyd. The law of attraction. You've got to change this. You've got to change the vibration you're in and your whole world changes. Listen, in 1961, a man gave me this book, and he said, do exactly what I tell you. He was giving me Y-type ideas. It caused an enormous amount of discomfort, but I did exactly what he said. And you know something? My income went from 4,000 to 175,000 in a year, and then I took it over a million. It took What's the me book, nine dude? and a half years I don't know. to figure so out tell what us happened. The book? This is what I'm showing you. Watch this over and over and over again. There's a number of lessons in here. And another lesson, I'm going to show you how to change the paradigm. When you change the paradigm, the change in results. He never tells you the paradigm. I don't know. You start Have you watched the whole Like the first four minutes and 30 seconds. What we want to do is program in positive information and eliminate the negative. Come on. I'm going to show you how to do that. Law of attraction. You attract according to the vibration you're in. This thing we live in is a molecular structure. Your body is a mass of energy. Do you know if you put your body in front of an infrared television? Here you go. Here you go. You see my problem? What's your problem? He thinks it's science. It's part science. Really? Everything's part science. Science was created by God. It's all part of the big grand poobah structure, this whole thing. Yeah. Watch Deepak Chopra's newest publication about how... Science can explain the Big Bang. Science can explain everything back into history up to where it gets right this close from the beginning. And then it goes, we'll fill that in later. Why? Because it can't really get the miracle part. It can't. And everything this way is based on this. So how can they say they even know what the hell's going on? And by the way, the bigger question for me. Talk to me. Why do you even want to explain it? Why not spend your time trying to figure out how it works and making it work better for you and what's going on? Because it's a little difficult. We'd all have to be decent human beings. There's your answer. There's your answer. Study your science, do all that shit. If people are decent, then nobody on the street is walking out there not having a meal. If all the rest of the people are decent. 
And you don't have to wonder, how can I get ahead? How can I beat my friends? How can I attract more money than my buddies have? How can I be the man? You know how you can be the man? Be the man. The man in the description of the Bible. The man in the description of any other religious book that tells you how to be a good person. Be that. And the rest will come. Television camera in a completely dark room, your whole being would be nothing but a glistening, radiating, gleaming form. Feeling is conscious awareness of the vibration we're in. When we don't feel good, we're in a negative vibration. You want to feel good? Move into a positive vibration. Stop and think of what you're grateful for. But understand this, you will never attract to you wealth, happiness, health until you get the paradigm get you on that frequency. It's Bob Proctor and thank you.